somebody to carol james brown christmas songs we <laughs> next year next year we caroling james brown <laughs> we doing james brown temptations whispers whoever we it's gonna be black carols <laughs> we'll get us some black singing folks too you know and that could be white folks too i i i don't got no problem with that we're going to sing some black carols. We're going to sing So for Christmas. <laughs> We're going to start In My Mind, right? <laughs> We're going to do it. We're going to do the damn thing. Hey, good morning. Merry Christmas. It's around 9 o'clock. You got me, Babs Rolls Ivy. Welcome to Love Babs, Love Talk. Oh, my God. It is the eve before the eve. So last night, Ife and I rolled up to uh, Q, Q River Grill. Because, you know, we were we were hanging out Christmas shopping at Possible Futures. And I was like, hey, let's go get something to eat. Well, let's go try Q River Grill. Now, my intent was not to stay out all night, right? Because uh, the weather, you know, it's raining or whatever. I was like, well, you know, we'll go eat. Then we'll just make our way home. You see my eyes are bloodshot, right? Like they are bloodshot. You know why? Because we get to Q River Grill. We eat. It's good. We're having a good time. Jackie Buster rolls in. <laughs> um, um, uh, my other sorrow rolls in. And uh it is, it is just uh, and then we find out that Concorp Concap is having their holiday party next door. Now I haven't been to Q River Grill, so so uh apparently we were not on the bar restaurant side we were on the other side which is you know reserved for parties and that kind of stuff because the concap concord people had a lot of people so anyway after we had our dinner and uh after we had our dinner we uh we we crashed the the con concorp concat party baby they had an open bar and we were already we were already several sheets in 
from 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 just having dinner. Like we already had, <laughs> we had already spent a, a grit uh, uh, on dinner and cocktails. So we get over there, and uh, oh Lord, have mercy. You know, they had that day in the game as the DJ, so the music was pumping. I mean, that party was hot. Like, it was. I I, <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know companies still got down like that. I I was stunned. It was, it was a full-on party. Like, food, cocktails, open bar, the whole nine. It was a full-on party. I was like, so, so of course, we stayed to the end pretty much 15 minutes before it let out. I guess we left. Oh my God. So if you follow me on Facebook, my pictures are, the pictures are all up. I saw Eric, I saw Anna, I saw uh, Opal. Uh, I saw all kinds of people. <laughs> Aya wasn't there because Aya is sick. So she wasn't in the house. Miles, um, and Miles had on this beautiful colored shirt. You know, he has such good fashion sense. He has really good fashion sense. So anyway, he looked fabulous. That color was just beautiful. I was like, I need this color in my life. Um, who else? Oh God, it was some uh Gideon. And you know, for the first time, Gideon wasn't cooking, <laughs> he wasn't catering. And then the catering crew from Concat, um, they were in there. And, you know, I, I didn't half recognize them because they was out of uniforms. They was, like, in street clothes. I was like, just running up. I was like, wait, do I? Oh, shoot, the catering team. Because I'm used to seeing them in, the, in, you know, chef clothes. So it was such a good time. Let me tell you. Let me tell you it was a good time. So high five to uh, Concat Concord. They know how to throw it. Who knew they could get down like that? Child, I'm so glad I don't have no place to be after I get off air this morning because I, I couldn't do it. Hey, Harry Droz, I hope the power is not all out in Waterbury. The power is out. New Haven Public Schools closed today, you know, because power outages and wet flooding and all this other kind of stuff that's going on with this weather. Baby, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. And uh, uh, when I saw it on the thing this morning, um, I was like, I texted Ife. I was like, hey, no no school today. Because <laughs> Ife is a um, substitute teacher at Hill House. And, uh, and I know as much as we drank last night, she had to go up in there. Woo, them kids better watch the hell out. But thank God, God is kind and just. <laughs> Shut, shut schools down today. <laughs> shut schools down. I was like, oh, Lord, have mercy. So um, it's, it's, a, it's a day. It's a day. It's a day. And I, I got a bit of a little bit of an upset tummy. A uh, little bit. A little bit, a little bit. Uh, so, Gary, I, I did catch a little bit of the, that craziness of Board of Education stuff. It's all it's posted all over the place. So, I mean, a lot of people had comments about it. <laughs> uh, 
That's all I'm going to say about it. I'm going to leave it alone after that. Uh, yeah, but, you know, I had a good time. Uh, I had a very, very good time. And uh, I think what I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to tell you what I'm think thinking about for the new year. Because I'm going to go all the way dry for the new year until, until March to my birthday. I'm just going to go dry. You know, you know how people have a dry January or a dry February or whatever. So I'm just going to, I'm going to just like cut all alcohol out of my system for a couple of months, you know, then, then red back up later, but I'm, I'm going to cut it out right now. A after the new year, of course. <laughs> I mean, what, what is new year without a sip of champagne? Like, I'm not going out like that. You know, uh, so I'm gonna um, gonna um, give it a rest, give it a little bit of a rest, and because uh, I've got whew, I got some other challenges I wanna I wanna um, conquer, and uh, sometimes alcohol can get in the way of that when you when you have uh, goals. So I know. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm saying that, but, you know, we'll see. I'm saying that, but, you know, I get to a good party. Like, ooh, you know what would be good at this party? A little tequila. I'm just saying. So, yeah, so I was at Possible Futures yesterday. I picked up um, gifts. And uh, Christmas is here. Like, tomorrow's Christmas Eve. Like, today is the eve of Christmas Eve. And I don't have any plans for today. Today, I am just going to chill and lay down and rest and watch TV and get under the covers because I don't want to be. And I looked out on the porch this morning. So when I came home last night, I put all the things off the porch onto the, onto the ground, onto the floor so that if it got windy, this stuff wouldn't become projectiles. Um, so it, it blustered around pretty good, but uh, had I not taken stuff down, it would have been a nightmare. So it worked out pretty well. So um, the messiness is contained, right? The blowing around is contained to the porch. So I'm like, okay, that's cool. And I'm not going to go and take care of it until tomorrow, until after all this blows over, because what's the point? What is the point? So anyway, Merry Christmas, y'all. I don't even, I, you know, I was thinking I would try to remember all the stuff we did all year round. You know how people are doing these, Year in review and year in remembrance. Eh. <laughs> oh, I have no idea. I have no idea. I have no idea. So uh, I'm just I'm I'm scrolling through messages. So if it's if it seems like there's dead ears because I'm looking and reading at the same time, and I'm like, okay. What is happening? What is happening? What is happening? What is happening? That was a good party left. You know, it, it, it's like one of these things. You're walking in the woods and then you come across a party. That's how it felt last night. Like, I'm in the woods. I'm strolling. I'm strolling. Oh, it's a banging party. <laughs> That's exactly how it felt. Who knew? Who knew? It's, it's a pretty place. I haven't been to the Cream River Grill since it was like some other thing many, many years ago, like many years ago. 
Uh, so I couldn't remember what it looked like. I couldn't remember the footprint. I couldn't remember anything. Uh, but it looked nice. I mean, it looks fine. Very pretty in there. Colors, color scheme, fireplace, got a big giant deck. I think they got a heated tent too. So you could have a good time. Nice little space. Uh, and I and I've already seen pictures of people utilizing it. So that's, you know, it's pretty nice. Pretty nice. My ears are itchy. And, and my when my ears are itchy, that means I just got like a stuffy head. <laughs> I have a stuffy head. I have a stuffy head. So so anyway, uh, so yeah, I was just paying attention to the news and the power outages in uh, Connecticut due to this uh, the storm. And then I think rain will come back through. And then I think they said a little bit of snow squalls or something some some kind of dust up and then and then bitter cold and uh and that's how it's gonna stay for the weekend oh, i cannot you can hear the do you hear it that wind is something out there i can't um i can't stand um bitter cold I don't know how people do bitter cold. I don't know how you do it. I, don't, I just, bitter cold is just unholy. <laughs> unholy. Bitter cold. I, I just don't, I hear the wind. Like I hear it. And uh, I look, when I look up, the, look up, look out the window, I can see the trees moving. You know, it's a, it's a thing out there. So well to do uh, to close schools, well to close the schools, you know, because I don't know about the babies being out there, right? I don't know about the babies being out there. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, this is our winter. So far. <laughs> So, so far, holy cow, do you know it is uh, eight degrees right now in Chattanooga, Tennessee. The high is expected to be 45. The low is expected to be seven. So, and they've got a, a, a wind chill warning in effect until Saturday. Tennessee, like down south, Chattanooga, Tennessee. So my friend Monique uh, Garner-Weeks lives in uh in uh chattanooga and she's from connecticut so i know she has not seen weather like this since she left connecticut a decade ago so so i'm just telling you be mindful people be mindful to all my friends all over the place who listen in uh, and i know some of y'all are struggling with weather i know out there in seattle they got some weather issues um folks in the midwest all the way up through chicago I know, I know you got some a, a weather thing going on. I'm watching the news, and uh, I, I'm gonna hold you all in prayer. And now, you know, we've got some weather issues here in the Northeast. Uh, it's not a snow issue in Connecticut. Well, probably at the upper elevations uh, there is, but uh, so far, uh, so far we've we, we've not gotten hit with snow. But this weather is a little janky, though. I must, I must say. So, so to all my my snowbird friends who are en route 
to warmer pastures. Merry Christmas. <laughs> I'm not going to hold it against you that you are flying these waters. I'm not. I will talk about you, though. I will talk about you. So, so yeah. So, I'm thinking about January 2023. I'm thinking about the year 2023. And, uh, you know, what that will look like. What that will feel like. You know, the usual what, what I'm hoping to do. Um, you know, we gather. We gather over the EFAs and we, we do vision boards and intentional kind of stuff for the, into the new year so we're going to do that again and uh get a sense i am performing a wedding uh next next uh week uh, next not new year's eve but the e before new year's eve so i am uh i am uh performing a wedding for my soror and her betrothed and uh, that's Friday, next Friday. So next week this time, um, I'll be thinking, polishing up the vows that I want to recite and just, you know, put everybody in a good wedding space. So uh, rehearsal dinner is on Thursday. Uh, rehearsal is on Thursday. And then um, the wedding is an uh, evening wedding at like five, five, six o'clock on Friday. And uh, so I'll be home probably by like 11 o'clock or so, probably earlier than that, you know, I mean, it's their wedding, I'll stay, have dinner, and then I'm, you know, deuces, <laughs> you know, deuces, um, and then get ready for, and then Friday, Saturday is New Year's Eve, so I, at weddings is one of my favorite things to do, I love marrying people, I love doing it, I love it, it's, it's, it's just, you know, to see people still wanting wanting to get married is a beautiful thing. You know, uh, and uh, and if they ask me to be a part of it, I'm honored and delighted. So I am happy to be doing this, and uh, you know, and now that I'm uh, one of these uh, online ordained ministers, along with being uh, a justice of the peace, <laughs> I I love it. Uh, I got a lot to do next week. So, uh, you know, we are not on air next week. So Harry's going to program up the best of. I, I have no idea what that'll look like or what that'll sound like, you know, uh, of programming. So, you know, if you don't got nothing else to do and you want to hear my voice in the background, tune in next week, 9 to 11. Harry will have programmed up some shows and uh uh, and we'll be back. I'll be back on uh, January 4th. I'll be back on the 4th. And may the 4th be with you. So I'll be back on the 4th. And uh, back to shenanigans and mayhem and out and out foolishness as usual. A new year. A new year. <laughs> A new year of more of the same, which is pretty damn good, I must say. I must say. And I'm excited. I'm so excited. And of course, you know, I'll talk to more people and we'll have more interesting things to chat about. And uh, it'll, it'll, it'll be good. So hang out with me. Come back. Enjoy this, uh, this time. And I know uh, schools are out, right? So kids will be home and 
Some parents have the time off to be home with the kids. So, uh, so yeah, so I, I like this time. Uh, I like this time. Oh, Brian Slatery has a, uh, I appreciate this, Brian Slatery, uh, up on the New Haven Independence site. Three years in, arts world remains upturned. You write about that. Um, so he's got an arts analysis. <laughs> we're back, but we're not. <laughs> you know, and that's true. I mean, um, arts, arts, art serving, art making, art producing organizations are still trying to um, come back from the from from this pandemic. You know, we're still in the pandemic, um, and 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 people are not. Um, you know, people are coming out, but they're not coming out in the, in in pre-pandemic ways. You know, uh, mostly because the pandemic is still very much with us, and now it's got two sidekicks. You know, uh, a, a virus um, and and flu season, right? The respiratory virus thing, and uh, and flu season. So, and the pandemic. So it's all still very much here. And people are still suffering and trying to recover, you know. So all we can do is move forward, right? Like all we can do is move forward. That's it. So, yes. Yeah, so from cover to cover, Tom Breen, 2022 was indeed a page turner. It was a lot going on. Uh, a lot, a lot. I love seeing uh, Possible Futures and uh, BAM Books at Bloom. I love seeing that. Uh, who wants to be mayor? Oh, Paul Bass. Uh, all these people that want to be mayor, I don't even want to talk about it. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a, I'm a come back with, with that whole, what this mayoral run is going to look like. I'll, I'll save it for 2023. I, it's, I don't care to talk about it in this moment. And maybe I, we'll have some folks on. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, oh, my caroling made the made made the is is on the independent too. The link to the arts paper, which is nice. We had so much fun caroling. It brought so much goodwill and cheer to people. Like people were really pleased by that. And you know, in a world of so much violence, and I mean, I mean, listen, you could. You can find all the wrong things. Uh, but I'm going to charge people with, I'm going to challenge and charge people with trying to find good things, right things, you know, because it's, I mean, we, we are bombarded with another shooting, another, and I don't say that to say, to dismiss it. I don't say it. Uh, yes, 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 you are my plus one for the wedding, Ife. <laughs> yes, yes, you are. I ordered you chicken, I think. I think I ordered you a chicken dish. We'll see. Um, <laughs> can't go wrong with chicken. Can't. Um, so I'm charging people to just try to find some good stuff. You know, and and you know, here, listen, if you're one of these people that likes to uh that likes to uh make resolutions for the new year, and I'm one of those people, I actually make my resolutions in October. Because October is so much more meaningful to me 
because so many good things and not so good things happened to me in October. So that usually is my jump off place for resolutions. But I'm also one of these people that loves January as 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 a time to sort of think about the future ahead, the year ahead, you know. So start thinking about what, what do you want to see in 2023 and who you want to be? Who do you want to be? Who do you want to be? You know, and uh, and I and I I feel the gravitational pull of sixty. I feel it in my heart, in my head, in my body. I, I it's a uh, I, I am fascinated with this idea of turning sixty. I I really am. It just feels um, so unexpected. <laughs> I I never saw myself sixty. I just never did. Um, so I never dreamed beyond that. So I'm, 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 I'm interested in seeing what happens. You know, uh, <laughs> my my sister Lo in in uh, New Jersey, get them linens right. <laughs> and by linens, she mean uh, uh, for for Marrakesh. <laughs> We're going to Marrakesh for my birthday. And uh, I think 20 people are going, 20, 23, 24, I don't know, somewhere around there. I, the, 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 the number is somewhere between 15 and 25. I think that's the number. Uh, I've got to have my meeting with my travel agents shortly so we could start plotting a little more deeply about things. I mean, we talk all the time, like putting in place things that need to happen. Uh, but we have to have a bigger conversation um, about some other things. So, uh, but listen, I, 60, I, I'm thinking about it. And, uh, oh, thank you, Sammy. <laughs> Sammy, 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 Sammy. And, you know, I love a little bling. So she's always giving me some bling. So that's a little gold right there. So thank you for noticing my nails everybody um so so yeah i'm 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 thinking about 60 i'm thinking about how i want to carry myself into the new year i mean i got a lot i got a lot of irons in the fire you know i'm I'm applying to the divinity school i'm in the yale access to law program i sit for the lsat in june uh i start applying to law schools i don't think you start applying in i I don't i don't know if we start applying in this fall or next fall i think next fall i think once we finish the program um that's a lot i mean i'm it's a lot i'm excited about dr barber being here in my city like i'm such a fan of his and if i could get into the divinity school and just be there while he's there i I, life would just be so complete (laughs) you know I, i i I toy with the idea of being a city theologian, you know, or or what they call a public theologian. I like that idea a lot. But, you know, I, I'm in this space of where art and intellect connect. That's where I'm standing right now. Um, and and to put that and to put that in a broader context of where God is and how God is and where God is. Um, it's just this, it's just such a sweet spot for me because every time I think about it, I, my brain and my heart just expands 
because I love the dynamic of, I, I just love this dynamic of um, using art as a tool for change and justice and I, I just, uh, an expression and and uh, um, just, I love it. And to, and to, and to lay uh, God over top of that because I see God as the greatest artist. It's the, the ultimate artist. For me, that's how I see it. And I'm like, oh, the king, da, 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 da. No, for me, it's the ultimate artist, you know, the creator of all things, for all things, to all things. Um, just, it just, I just am blown away by that. And uh, a few people know how religious I am. Like, few people know um, how religious I am. Not because I just, you know, I, I, I walk like a heathen. <laughs> it's just that I don't get into these... Um, I do not get into religious conversations often with people, not because I shy away from it, but it's just that, you know, I, I just rarely have those conversations with people outside of a religious space, you know? So, um, do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, I don't talk about tra trauma and trafficking with people unless I'm with people who know something about trauma and tra trafficking, right? Like, it just... <laughs> These are not conversations you just have politely. It's just not conversations that you have in mixed company at a bar, you know. Uh, so I'm just saying. So 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 uh, I'm going to spend next week working on my my YDS application. Um, actually, and to the I have to apply to YDS and the Institute of Sacred Music um, because Institute of Sacred Music is where I want to be. Um, uh, they're 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 together, but they're not together um, because the art and religion courses are under the Institute of Sacred Music. And you know, art and religion is what I'm very much interested in. You know, um, uh, uh, um, sacred language and words, poems, art, uh, visual arts. Um, so I I want to explore explore where God dwells in those kinds of things. So. Uh, so that that makes me feel excited, very excited. I don't know what I'll do if I don't get in. <laughs> I applied before and I didn't. I didn't apply to ISM. I applied to YDS, but I wasn't very folk. I didn't have a real clear uh, I didn't have a real clear path or understanding of what I wanted to study at YDS. I just wanted to go um, because I I like being in conversation and studying, you know, sacred things and. I didn't really have a, I wasn't very clear about what the direction. And I, I know, I know that for me, the excitement was, um, was in the applying. I was just excited to apply, you know? So now I, I'm, I have much more purpose, much more, I'm a more thought out plan of action and much more uh, uh, promise in my application. So so I'm gonna. Uh, so I'm just. I'm saying it out loud because I wanted to be in the universe, and 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 I and I I benefit from people speaking my name in places that I am not in. So and that is that is the real blessing. So I'm just saying it so somebody will hear it and they'll carry my 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 prayer uh, into spaces where I'm not, and maybe it, and it will benefit me. So I'm just saying. So I'm putting it out there. <laughs> And the idea to study law, I, you know, I am 
forever governed by this quote by Audre Lorde. And it has nothing to do with the law. She made this quote in a paper that she wrote about um, women and uh, uh, gay women and um, uh, all kinds of women and their sexual identities. And, uh, and she wrote a, a paper in response to uh, how to how to talk to and deal with and legislate upon uh, uh, for all people. So anyway, she has this quote that says, the master's house cannot be just dismantled by the master's tools. And that just guides me so much. You know, um, it makes me think about, well, what are the master's tools? Well, in America, the legal system is probably the ultimate master's tools. Uh, and so much of the legal profession and so much of laws, so many of the laws that have been um, put in effect have been to curtail the movement of black and brown people since the beginning of our existence in this country. And so when I think about that quote, I'm driven by that, like I'm haunted by it. And I thought, well, Audra, in response to that, I think we can dismantle the master's house with the master's tools. We just have to have more of us with our hands on those tools. And so I just feel like that's the call for me to get the get my hands on the master's tools so I can begin or continue dismantling the master's house. I know, deep, right? But that's how I feel. Uh, and how, however way that looks like. So I, I fancy myself being, you know how you have a country doctor? I fancy myself being a city attorney but a small city attorney, like come on my porch and tell me what's going on. The, the, the lawyer is in shingle is hanging out. So come and tell me, tell me what's going on with you. And, and, and I see myself sort of like a, like a traffic controller, right? Like if I can't help you, let me, let me put you in place and touch with those that can. Do you know what I mean? It's, so that's how, that's how I'm approaching this. Uh, but I but I also understand that um, it can't just be lawyers on the ground defending and representing people. There also have to be lawyers in the spaces where policy is made, right? Like there has to be. Policy is important, you know. Um, uh, and I know something about policy because I pol policy because I've been a. a, a an elected legislator. So I know what it looks like to sort of implement things for the body of a, of a municipality, state, and, and, and more so for the good of the country. So I, I get that. And then and then the other the other rung in that in this tri-table tri um, is that maybe maybe I get to teach law. You know, maybe I get to uh, teach because I got some real lived experiences underneath me and that ought to have some weight in teaching the next uh, uh crop of freedom fighters see where i'm going with this so so i'm so i'm thinking about teaching i'm thinking about policy i'm thinking about representation you know i'm thinking about all of that as i pursue this notion of uh law now um, I, I was asked a question. I'm already doing something. I've, I've done and have been doing some of these things. Why do I need a law degree to, to do this? 
because a law degree is the master's tool. Simple. That's just what it is. And I, I don't mean that to be offensive or anything. It is the master's tools. And I want to I want to dismantle the master's house with the master's tools. It's very clear to me. Very clear. You know, uh, and and wherever that takes me, that's where I, I want to go. And so you marry that with an art and religious uh, ex, uh, uh, learning experience, and you marry that to law. I, what? <laughs> you know, and then you throw some, and you throw some international shine on that. You know, like I could be somewhere else in the world and do this work too. You know, so so turning 60 is critical because that says whatever whatever the dream is, I can't I, there's no longer, you know, rolling it around in my head and my heart. It is action. It is it's you got to take action now. There's there's no more daydreaming about this. Daydreaming was the 20s and 30s and the 40s. That, that, 60 is like you better do this damn thing. You know, you better do it, do it. Because I like to have some years doing this and then years not doing it. <laughs> See what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. So, so that's what I'm thinking about as I walk into this 60. And 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 there's something to be said for having good health so that I can do this, do all the things that I want to do. Having good health is the foundation for this. I, I cannot do this. I couldn't dream this. If I if I didn't think about my health as as uh, important and necessary, I, I wouldn't be able to do it. Uh, so I'm glad the Tina's are fixed, right? The Tina's are fixed, so I'm not face I'm not staring down that. So, uh, but the other, but there are some health challenges that I I got to deal with, so that I can position myself. I, I, what I was thinking the other day about my health. You know, as I'm looking at 60, it's like, oh, I got to buy myself some more time. <laughs> I, I had to buy myself some more time. <laughs> so, and the way to buy yourself some more time is to deal with your health challenges, to, to deal with them, you know, to deal with them. And so that's what I'm going to do. Uh, uh, I am way too sedimentary in my life. Way too sedimentary. Even though I run these streets, I'm not literally running the streets, right? Like, I drive. I go from seat to seat to seat. That's what I do. So, uh, so I've got to change that so I can buy myself some more time. To buy myself more time, that's what I got to do. So, uh, so that's why you know all the things that sort of are in the way uh, that could be barriers to to optimum health. I have to remove them. And then reintroduce the things that I really want back in, you know, that that's really what I'm talking about. You know, just, just being more mindful. Like, you know, I, I'm always love a good glass of wine. I will always love a good glass of champagne. I'm always going to love a good scotch or a good bourbon. I'm always going to love a good cigar. I'm going to, I'm just, those are the things, you know, that I, I'm always going to enjoy, you know? So I just have to fit them in. That makes sense. <laughs> Okay, maybe I can't smoke a cigar every day, or maybe I can. I don't know, you know. Um, but there's just some things that I got to handle, and so, so as I think about stepping into sixty, this is this is what I think about, and so, and I pay close attention to 
to women who are already 60 or in their 60s. And I'm paying attention to women who are in their 70s and are doing amazing things and in their 80s and doing amazing things, you know, and are in their right mind and spry and, and agile. I say, I want to be agile. I want to be able to, you know, I just want to be able to be in good health, you know. I mean, my children are grown. So so if I if I, if I I die tomorrow, you know what I mean? Like they're not little. So I wouldn't be leaving them in the hands of other people. So I don't, so that's off the table, right? Um, uh, I, it's just so many other things that I, 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 I get to consider that have been, that were high considerations and no longer high considerations. So now it's really about me. It's, it's a really a, a very centered focus thing. So that's what I'm, that's what I'm thinking about. That's what I'm thinking about moving into 60. I know it's a big deal. <laughs> it is such a big deal. I'm so excited by it. And, and, and I'm just trying to think, do I want, you know, I'm just thinking about it in all kinds of ways and how I march into 60s. So <laughs> who, who said they didn't know school was out? Oh, <laughs> so Michael Twitty. <laughs> well, now you're clean. You know what you could do? Uh, so Mike Twitty was like, I didn't know school was closed until after I woke up and got out of the shower. So now you're clean. You can put on fresh pajamas and go chill on the couch. You know, or or go have breakfast somewhere while it's not terribly crazy out. You know what I mean? Like you could do that kind of stuff. You know, so I mean, the paper is out. The inner city newspaper is out. There's a beautiful picture of um, Santa Claus, a, a beautiful black Santa Claus uh, on the cover. So it's out. So if you're at Edge of the Woods, or you're at Walgreens or wherever, Stop and Shop, wherever, wherever we put these doggone papers, uh, it's out there. So you could grab it. And uh, and see, and you know, it's not a heavy paper. It's a it's a it's a it's a it's a very Christmas paper, and it's got Christmassy things in it. <laughs> so ho ho ho! Merry Christmas, y'all! Merry Christmas! So I'm just saying, yeah, yeah. School's out, so these kids, so these kids gonna have a long break. I know parents are like, damn it. <laughs> I was trying to get some last minute whatever in. I got kids underfoot. I listen, been there, done that. <laughs> I know parents are like, damn it. I had a whole bunch of plans. I needed to do this, that, and the other thing. <sighs> I know. I know. I know. There's a part of me that wants to run out and get a, a, another piece of a gift for somebody. Um, and uh, and I don't know if I will. I don't know. You know, I just get so whatever. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, it depends on it depends on uh, how I feel when I get off air. Because, you know, it's like my eyes are starting to be less red, right? I haven't had a drink of water yet. And about five minutes when I would take the break, I'm going to go get some ice water. I love ice water in the morning. You know, I don't, I don't care about all these people. Um, oh, a better, a better sale after Christmas? My sister, she's always thinking, always thinking about stuff. Not at Walmart. You go to Walmart. It it doesn't matter if it's after Christmas. It's a sale. <laughs> it's a sale. It's a sale. So it's it's, just, it's a sale. So that's you know, 
And what I want is just a small appliance for somebody, you know. Uh, and I should buy me some lottery tickets too. <laughs> I need some lottery tickets. I, Harry and I were talking yesterday. It's like, you know what? Let's let's just say we just want to win a lot of money. <laughs> we just not because we not 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 because we're trying to rescue ourselves out of anything, but. I, I know what I would do. I, and I have a sense of what Harry would do. Harry would just go go to some island somewhere and have good Wi-Fi. I, I'm, I'm for that too, but not so much. <laughs> so, so I might buy me, might, might go get me a lottery ticket. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, uh, I'll tell you what I am doing. And, and this is probably way too much information for people, but um, I am replacing all my underwear, like all of it. I'm buying all new underwear for the new year at, at 60. I don't want no underwear that I wore in my 50s. <laughs> I'm buying all new underwear. And however long it takes to buy all new underwear... I know my sister's like, you always do that. I was like, I know, but it just feels more meaningful. <laughs> I haven't done it in a while. I mean, because I keep my underwear. I keep nice underwear. That's my th underwear and sheets and towels. That's my thing, right? And that's because I was raised by a mother who worked in a commercial laundry. And so we just, we just clearly understood nice things, <laughs> clean towels and nice towels. And we just learned. So um, sheets, underwear, and towels are my thing, and I'm about to replace them all. Not my sheets, because I have I have good sheets. I'm not. I don't have any sheets that I need to give up. So all my sheets are nice. I don't. Uh, it is. It is Lee. It is a lot of information, but I'm I'm, I'm in the mood. It's Christmas, so uh, new uh, all the and I have really nice underwear. Everybody, really nice. I care deeply about underwear and everything i do pajama and that means pajamas all that kind of stuff i care deeply about all that stuff i care deeply about really good towels I, I, and i like them folded a certain way people who live in my house who have been in my house know this right and i like really nice sheets <laughs> really nice sheets like i don't skip on sheets i don't I feel like that's a level of luxury I should be able to afford. So I do that. So, so January, I'm going to start my replenishing, re restocking the underwear, moving into 60. And, and I'm going to, um, it's time for new towels. Although there's nothing wrong with my towels. It's just time for new towels. You know, it's time for new towels. So I'm, I'm on the hunt. And you know what? I like bath sheets. I like a little larger top because I'm a bigger girl. So I like a little bit of bigger, bigger towel so it could go all the way around me. So it takes a little time to look for uh, really good um, towels, 100% Egyptian cotton sheets, towels. Yes. So, yeah. So now that you know what my plans are for 60, there you go. <laughs> Well, since we're, since we're oversharing, <laughs> uh, all, all my underwear are practically new. 
Oh yes, because you had to give up all the. I don't wear underwear, so (laughs) I only wear underwear when when I have guests or my granddaughter's over. (laughs) So so my Uh, see Harry, I was thinking you got new underwear because you've lost all that weight, and your other underwear will fall to your ankles, so you need new underwear. (laughs) No, so. I, you know, all the underwear I have now are all kind of compression underwear, right? Oh, they have compression underwear? Yeah. So, so. I did not know that, Harry. But I don't wear it unless, you know, I I have my granddaughters over because my granddaughters are liable to sneak into our bed at any moment. Oh, okay. So I have to wear underwear. Yeah, I get it. I get it. So, I get it. I didn't know there was compression underwear. I knew compression socks because I have them because I always have to wear them when I fly. No, no matter how short the trip, I still have to wear them, right? Because I have compressions going going all I have compression leggings, compression, everything, because I got so many leg problems, so much leg pain. Okay. Okay. Oh, I'm gonna look into that, Harry. Uh. You know, to go alongside why, my my nice stuff. Which is why today I'm using, you know, my vape, my CBD. Uh-huh. I see it. Things. Why has it got that light? I see it like a violet light. <laughs> wow. It, uh, you have to press it to... Oh, okay. But, why uh, do people think... Why can't we talk about underwear, Harry? Underwear, everybody well, I, buys yeah. it. Why is that oversharing? <laughs> I mean, we see. I mean, Victoria's Secret has made a uh, has has made a whole a whole uh, culture around fancy underwear. That's true. I mean, I, I don't mind speaking about underwear. I just don't wear it. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much. <laughs> I like to breathe. Well, the reason also is is because I like to breathe when I'm home, because I'm always with compression stuff. Oh, I see. So when you get home, you peel all that stuff off and like, freedom! Exactly. I I get it. I feel the same way about a bra. I get home, that joker comes, if that bra comes off, it is not going back on. That's just, I don't know any woman who doesn't say that. (laughs) Like, I get home and that bra comes off, that's it. It's freedom. Yeah, it's it's liberation, right? Yes. And then, yes. um, and you were saying Walmart. There's always a sale. I mean, it's important that we keep the Chinese uh, slave trade <laughs> going. <laughs> Their labor camps. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you uh, know, Harry, they do sell some stuff that's made in America. They do. So, you, so I'll look for the stuff that's made but in America. The, but those things aren't on sale. No. <laughs> those are regular price. I mean, we, we Harry, have to. You, we know have we to love our, you know we love our $100 60-inch TVs. We're not going to give those up. Yeah, I saw, I saw a couple of them on sale, some 65-inch TV. Yeah, I saw a 65-inch for $28. I yeah. know some little three-year-old kid put that thing together. <laughs> Who who haven't eaten in like a week and is and and their whole family is dependent on them to make these TVs so they can have a little bit of bread in the house. 
Either that or great, 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 great grandma, because I saw a 90 plus year old lady working. They had, so it's like, I guess they have to work till their dying day, right? Oh, so that. they cart you out, Harry. <laughs> yeah. I saw the, um, uh, I saw in uh, China, they got the, they got these, these, I guess I want to say they're like work cities, Harry. You're listening to Love Best Love Talk on WNHH LP 103.5 FM, your home for community radio. They have these, these people were uh, rebelling against, you know, they, they, they live and work where they live and work. Yeah. So you, you, you get your food, like they feed you, you work, you can't ever leave. Like you can't go, you can't, you have to work, you're work, pretty much working around the clock, right? And so I guess people are starting to rebel against that, you know, particularly young people because they're like, this is no life. I, I would hope so eventually, right? Um, they fight for freedom, get unions. Anyway. Uh, well, that's what I, that's when I, when I hear people over here whine about organized labor. And I'm thinking you all need to go and look at what's happening over there and how these folks, and, and Harry, they have like housing. Everything is there. They can't leave. <laughs> no, like you know, I, I read an article a couple of years ago of um, basically where they put together the iPhones. It's like a, a, yes. a campus, a campus, yes. a war yeah, campus. Yeah, yeah. And, and they have some of the highest suicide rates in, in the Apple plants. Because they, they can't leave. Because they can't leave. It's like, that's their life. Oh, do I have Anru on this morning? I must. Oh, Zian this morning, Zian. I think so. Oh boy, Not sure. He he That'd be nice. Did he text you? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw him. Maybe. <laughs> oh, I I... wait. Let me see. <laughs> Not sure. No, I don't think he is. I think he just logged in by accident. Yeah, because he's not on my. He's not on until um. What is today? Oh, he's not on until uh, January 5th. But if he wants to come on, it's always good. You Are you welcome to come on? He can't. Yeah, so you know what we'll do? Uh, we'll have him come on at 10.15. All right. I, I wasn't expecting him, but that's great. Because I'm looking at the schedule that I have for him, and uh, it'd be nice. I mean, it's, it's nice it, the end of, end of the year with him. That's what I was gonna say. You know, you everybody needs to take it down a notch. Yeah, and he'll he'll bring us around with that. Yeah. So, All right, so, so everybody me... that's listening to us now, uh, we're gonna take a break like we always do, and then look for this the thread and come back. Mike Twitty, Lee Busby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, Fly Fly Ty said hello, Miss Love Babs. That's the guy you had told me that wanted to show. Oh yeah. Um, he's actually going to start his show on on the ninth, I think. Oh, good. Um, so he'll be doing his little poetry uh type thing, um, motivational stuff. So he's starting. The 9th at 2 p.m. So, yay! Look for that. 
Oh, that is such good news because I was thinking about him. I hadn't heard since I made the connection. So I was like, well, you know, you could you could lead people to whatever. Well, good. <laughs> good, good, good. So hopefully he'll keep it up and uh grow it. So yeah. what else? What else are you reading? I see you reading. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna take a break. Y'all just find the link again and we'll we'll come back with Anru. Anru will uh Set the tone for the holiday season for us. All right. So you're listening to Love Bads Love Talk on WNHH LP 103.5 FM, your home for community radio.
for Christmas You can plan on me Please have snow And mistletoe And presents on the tree Christmas Eve will find me where the love light gleams. I'll be home for Christmas if only. Get us right for the for the, the season and into the new year because I won't see you until you're back. What January fifth, I think. Something will say yes. I'll say yes. Hello, Anru. Merry Christmas. Happy Merry Hanukkah. Christmas. Happy Hanukkah and Kwanzaa and New Year and Solstice and all the things and the shiftings and celebrations and light and dark and endings and beginnings all the things oh, i like that that's a good mood that's a good mood all right so you know you gotta get us started right <laughs> yes okay <laughs> so <clears throat> we'll start with this um ancestor chant yoruba ancestor chant which honors and thanks our ancestors for the ashe that they have left for us and not only are we thankful for this ashe that they've left for us, but that we are using it today. And ashe being right, the blessings, the, the heritage, the, the authority, the skills, the capacity um, that comes down through us from them. So we thank them for that and we're using it today. <clears throat> Ibamba, tofu, ashe, 
How are you this season of abundance and mystery and magic and joy and sadness and grief and celebration? Well, um, I'm doing okay. I'm I'm doing my best just to really be here and feel and be connected and be open and listen and do what I need to do and be how I need to be. So do you do you do you think about the year coming? Do you think about 2023? Do you have wishful thoughts or Oh, I see. Resolution. Coming. Um, not really. Um, I think because so there's been lots of like change and decisions, like kind of resolution like things in my life, right? Um, um, choices to make, things not to do, things to do. So that's kind of an ongoing. Like that's a throughout the year piece. <laughs> um, and so it, it, for me, that there isn't, it's never really landed in me like, oh, this is, this is the time to do that. Um, I think for many things for me, there's, there's timing, but I tend to be um, a bit more open to like what, what those markers are and how something resonates internally like oh this is the time for that or it's not quite the time for that or, i really want that to happen um i'm hopeful for something to happen but um it usually doesn't orient around the new year um for me um and i some of that is really um even when i think about this kind of ongoing i think ongoing reflection and ongoing like being open and listening to both what I want, right, my own yearnings, as well as like what I'm open to, um, kind of guidance and, um, you know, the direction for me to turn isn't just like I just want that. It's also like, oh, if if I'm oriented towards sanity, right, then 
I'll, you know, I need to do certain things, whether it's kind of, it's a want or not, you know, so whether it's around, uh, when I was young and really giving up drugs and alcohol, right. As a, um, not as just kind of a decision, but where it really landed and, and then I was able to not use after that. Um, you know, that wasn't just to like, oh, you know, this is the year I'm just going to do this or, um, this would be really good for me. It was, you know, oh, this is really in the way. And I don't have any idea what not having this really in my life. I mean, I had stopped using, you know, in my life, like six months or something, kind of taking breaks. Um, but there wasn't a like, I'm, the plan was like, oh yeah, I'm not picking up, period. Whether that's like any given moment or like, no, no, really like this is, I'm going to really, if I want to be in this world in a certain way, having some clarity and really feeling into that and having a, um, the experience of living, not being muddled so much, then I really have to do this. Um, and that's the kind of like conceptual piece of it. And there was literally like, if I want to live, I actually need to stop using because this is actually getting in the way of that. Um, and in really direct ways of like feeling hopeless and depressed and, um, all the downsides and bad things of where I found myself. So I think that there's that kind of listening around, like there are times to make those choices and they land and resonate differently. Um, and it's just, hasn't been as oriented towards other things kind of outside of me, mm. you know, the, like trying to be healthy, eat better, exercise, do all those things that's ongoing. That's day by day. And so, there's not the like this year, January <laughs> one, it's good, you know, because it's like a day, like, you know, coming out of even like 12 step movements, it's like, you know, really a day at a time. Like, am I, can I do the thing today? Can I do the thing now? Can I orient towards um, health and care and love and connection and spirit and ease, right? <laughs> not that it's all like, what's the next thing? But like, can I even soften and rest and, you know, receive differently. Mm. I so like that's a that. long answer. <laughs> no, but yeah, I mean, everything can't be a short answer. So right. it works out. Yeah. It feels good. Yeah. And people that are listening will be like, yeah, it's a long answer. And they'll, they're saying it to themselves. Like, it yeah, is a this long is... answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not, it's so... not a December 31st, 1159, <laughs> January 1st. 1207, right? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. oh, January 2 and 3 and 4 and February and November, right? All, all, the, all the steps, all the moments in between. Yes. And, you know, I, I, I talked about this, I think, I talk about this periodically this year that when I, I, I read this piece on how, um, no time in the history of mankind that people have been more lonely and disconnected. Mm. And that um, with all the technology that sort of says, oh, this will bring us closer together and make the world smaller, that the world is very lonely and people are very disconnected and far apart, mm. you know? And so, and I think it becomes amplified during the, these kinds of seasons, right? Oh, yeah. Amplified. Like people are just, they can't connect to the season and they, 
you know, it just reminds them that they have broken relationships. It reminds them, you know, that they themselves have some stuff that they, I mean, it just amplifies all the, yeah, all the things. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a, it's a, like, like many markings, right? Holidays and seasonal things. It's, this is when it's supposed to be joyful and all it's just supposed to happen, right? <clears throat> the magic of the season, all the things, the family and love is just supposed to blossom and, and be there, right? That's the spirit of this time. And to like listen into that and like what would that really mean is different than like the marketing of it. And with so much media, we get, particularly in this culture where identity and relationships get wrapped around and, and wrapped within and intertwined with, you know, marketing and the image of something and how is it looking, um, not how are we in it, right? Mm. Um, how are we actually feeling and the, the, like, how are we doing in terms of, you know, us as a being, not like the tasks that we're doing um, is a very different question. And that's where it comes, I think that's where those things bang up against each other, right? We're like, well, here's this image of what it's supposed to be or what's possible and then it gets this to be this criteria well am i close to that am i not do i have to compartmentalize everything to feel that way and kind of put all these the the reality of certain things aside so i can like show up and have a smile and give and receive and be joyful and it's wonderful it's a magical <laughs> time of the year right um and it's also right that time like what do we do when the, also there's not just our own internal pieces that disconnect, but like loved ones are not here who we usually celebrate with, right? And that the that becomes the the like the space like we then feel the space of their absence um, with so many family traditions um, in whatever tradition people are are celebrating, right, or honoring or, or marking this during this time of year. Um, Actually, this this ties in with a, something I wanted to, to to bring up is this aspect of love, um, and you know, without getting into like definitions of all the love um, and what that is or isn't, um, but I think particularly in terms of the conditionality we put on it, and not even so much as giving love. Um, but allowing ourselves to really receive love, um, yeah. not to and not and that doesn't mean like allow someone to do a thing for us, but to like actually like receive in our hearts that oh the care that is also there in big and in small moments without like the conditions of like well if they really cared it would show up this way like this is what I need I need them to love me this way, and can we be open um, and and honest about allowing ourselves to be present with the love that is present in whatever way it is and to feel that. Um, and, you know, that's both in relationships with people, but also spiritual practices and with our ancestors and, and divine forces. Like, can we, if we believe, if we can understand that they're there and we're not feeling it, can we be curious, are there ways is that we are the ones putting the conditions up and like holding the kind of doors closed like the drawbridge is up and we're kind of peering over the castle walls like well 
when they when it looks a certain way and i really trust they're really there the way that i need them to be there then i'll lower this down and um, <laughs> not in ways of like you know there's stuff on like real safety you know and i, I never want to um kind of minimize minimize that um but i think that we can in this in this time of like safe spaces right um i think there's a there's also a a hyper vigilance around that um like i need i need to be a thousand percent sure before like i i take any step and open at all my heart to what's what's possible and that's that's i think detriment to ourselves um it's not about it's about us feeling it's not about like giving someone our like you know bank account access right it's like can i be with this and like feel that they're really here and feel what receive what um nurturing or care might be even in simple mm -hmm. ways um, mm. so this time can really like how are we sitting and like oh i just got to get out of here right or like when can i get back to my routine right and where are places that like oh can i find softness right can i find presence and feeling and connection and doesn't even have to look like anything different hmm. i was thinking about that today i like that that seems like a that seems like a lot a nice bomb in connection to this season right like i mean i i, I don't think you can i don't think you can divorce love from or thinking about love. I mean, I think this is the absolute right time to think about love in this season, right? Mm -hmm. When everything is so bright and and whatever that you can, it's, it, it sounds like going inward. Mm -hmm. Like, sounds like with all that in front of you, take some time to go inward and, right. you know, right. that's what I like about it. At least that's what I'm hearing. Yeah. <laughs> great <laughs> like i'll make sure i'm hearing this right like oh no i mean this is because i feel like these are my one-on-one -on -one sessions I, I know other people are listening but <laughs> but this is these are just i mean for me it's like these are things that so to go back to that question of like um you know resolutions and what it's going to be like these are these are the day-to-days really you know because it's it's not just about the season right we have these things with ourselves and our families and, and friends and beloveds and spiritual connections all the time right things are changing all the time scenes are coming and going right people are being born people are dying um people are getting ill people are getting well i mean these are these are the, these are the life things and um while, while trying not to hold that like too intently, like grabbing onto it, like life is happening. We need to be in life. Like, but can we really be like, also be present like, oh, it, on its terms um, while caring about the specifics of the particulars of who we are and how we're here. Um, mm. And I just, you know, those are the things that really the like, why am I here? And let me be here in a way that's as clear as possible so I can experience this as clear as possible. Um, 
that's what kind of brought me back from like real deep despair and start this other journey. And like that still continues today. Um, being really present with what is and not just my ideas of what I think it should be. Mm-hmm. I was talking to somebody yesterday um, about their beginning or continuing in this beginning part of their ancestor honoring and, and worship and reverence practice. And as we we're talking, this person said, like, mentioned, like, oh, I'm actually really, like, kind of scared and freaked out. Like, to really, really connect with them. Like, not just this, like, oh, yes, the ancestors and support me and I love you and we're going to set up a place, right? But, like, oh, like, really bringing my stuff and the complexity and frustration, anger, disappointment, love, yearning, um, how I feel about, like, really where I come from and my people. Um, is real. And I said, so that piece, bring that into your practice. And because often, you know, the Yoruba theology and cosmology is like that our ancestors are there for us. They're just, they're supporting us. They love us. They want us to be well. That's, that's like, that's the, the, the given part. And so if we're feeling um, overly so kind of not that, right? I can't, that's the, Again, that's, oh, so there's some things that we have to shift and to heal and to pay attention to and to resolve. And we can actually bring that into this relationship with them as well. Um, or like with people, like, um, and I had this, you know, I have a both loving and complex relationship with my dad for lots of reasons, right? Not unlike, I think, many people. And there was a moment when I was, he was, uh, playing the guitar and so a piece that he wrote and I was sitting there and also it occurred to me it was like, oh, maybe this is a way that he's really demonstrating and expressing love to me in this moment. And it would be really easy to dismiss lots of things about that. And I, and I was like, in that moment, though, I said like, oh, so if that's true, seemed to be true, right? If that's really true and I'm not feeling it, then what am I doing to not feel it? Like if it's, you know, if it's like in the air and, you know, there's the chocolate fountain over there and there's the massage table. I'm just like, there's nothing here. Oh, am I just not extending the cup? Am I not sitting down and being like, yeah, do the massage here, right? Am I not, what am I doing to shut off from feeling? And as soon as I acknowledge that, this like bubble of feelings were like showed up in my chest and I was like, oh, right that's that's my doing and then i was able to just release that and then there was like really presence and tears are just streaming down my face and but i also felt that i didn't need to do anything just like let me just feel this um this sadness and relief and like not even trying to figure it out but like this is also what's really present um and that led me to like um or reinforce this that notion of um it's less about, oh, I need you to show up in a certain way to demonstrate that there's love. It's how do I want to express and receive love? Mm. Um, and, that, and that's different and that's not easy, right? And I can't point a finger anywhere else. Um, and I just have to be with ways that I can feel it or not feel it and be with that, right? And then try to, how can I then, what's, what's my role in 
shifting these patterns? What is my role in um, not allowing myself to feel, to be open, to be vulnerable, to listen, to be guided, to receive care, not just, oh, I can go out and give care. Oh, sit down. Yes, no, I'll get this for you. Care. Yes, you take care. Right. And I'm busy myself. Oh, can I allow myself to be really seen and cared for by myself or by others? You know, can I connect with what I'm yearning for? And the the like vulnerability of, of admitting that like, oh yeah, I've got needs and I don't necessarily know how to get them all met. I've got yearnings. I don't even allow myself to really feel. And you know, those have real consequences. Um, and some real missed, um, missed opportunities to really be here because it gets in the way of what's also happening around us. Right. I'm going to mm-hmm. hold on to this notion of what, what's possible instead of looking around and feeling into what's actually possible. So that's the like day at a time, moment at a time, noticing when it comes up, you know, not that I'm a, I'm not opposed to like marking a time being like, Oh, here's the intention. Like may this year, yeah. May this year be like full of love and beauty and um, safety and health and well-being for everybody, really sanity really for everybody, justice and wholeness for everybody. And may that also be true, you know, tomorrow and the day after that and the day after that. And then February 3rd, when it's like, here in New England, it's like super bitter cold, right? We're just like, ah, we're really in the winter, right? (laughs) Spring and summer are really not in sight, right? That's also true, right? Those same prayers and hopes are also true. (laughs) Or in the like, you know, insane upper 90s, super humid, no respite on that end, you know, may we also have the same kind of um, hopes and care and prayers and wholeness then also. May we remember, may we remember this, the things that we need, right? Every Mm. day. And move in that way every day. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like this. um, I like this uh, sombering thinking. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? On top of all the busyness of everything. Like, this gives me pause. I like it. Mm. You know, like, even in the hustle and bustle and the lights and the singing and all the things that you you find that time to be with yourself and to feel what you feel and see where you, you know, see what comes up and see, you know, Mm -hmm. listening to yourself. Listen, Mm -hmm. listen, hear yourself. Yeah. I like that. And and care about what you then hear. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Don't dismiss it. Like, don't be like. Yeah, whatever. That's I'm just in my feelings, whatever. <laughs> and there's a lot of that, right? Like, I hear that all the time. Mm-hmm. I hear it with people. They say that. They dismiss themselves quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. that's, you know, <laughs> we experience that based on a whole range of things, right? These aspects of our identity and also just being a person, right? And we get dismissed, our cares get dismissed. And so like, 
we're just born as like these helpless little beings, right? And like, oh, I got the need. And it's like, yeah, that's nice. I got to do this other thing um, <laughs> in like big and small ways, right? And, and, and sometimes there's also like, there's often then additional harms that happen, right? Because of that, and our needs really get dismissed and who you are, what you might want is not on the radar outside of you. Um, and so we internalize that. Right. Mm. And then we think, oh, oh, so it's not here in me. So that means I got to go. It's out there. Right. It's my Instagram feed. It's my, you know, what's happening on Twitter. It's what's happening on social media. It's what's happening. How, what's the appearance of things? What's the box right of this like Zoom call? Right. Ah, right. Um, <laughs> and, and, you know, how, how am I appearing becomes more of a priority and like what is the internal realm that i'm also existing in right? and it's hard it's not easy because there's not a lot of structure and support to do that outside of a crisis right, right? I, I was just thinking that Anru, because i was like you know even if you dismiss it's not often you're just dismissing the terrible traumatic things but you're dismissing whatever, whatever the, sometimes it's the smallest thing or the ordinary thing that you feel or you have a desire for and you dismiss it. And, and, and I, I always think what would happen if you didn't dismiss it? Like what is the fear around saying or feeling, you know, I mean, we all understand trauma when we see trauma, but it's, it's not always the trauma things. It's, it's those ordinary little things that we dismiss and divorce ourselves from mm -hmm. as if we can't have it or can't do it or it's extra. can't reflect mm -hmm. on it or. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as a, I mean, it'll probably sound silly, but like, as a, like tuning in to like, even just like the needs of our body. Right what's comfortable, what's not comfortable. Am I standing too long? Am I sitting too long? Do I need to move? Um, am I thirsty? Do I need to go to the bathroom? And like, I had to, part of that, like turning and tuning in was like, let me start with just like biologically what's going on. And can I just attend to that? Right. And then because, you know, it's like, if I'm in a thing and I'm thirsty, well, um, is it even possible, right? And there may not be water nearby, right? That's a real, that's a real thing. Or like, okay, I'm, I noticed this. I'm thirsty, which most people don't notice, right? Yeah, I read, I read some things where it's like, well, if, if you're, you got dry mouth, like if you're that parchedness, that's like the the extreme warning symbol. <laughs> and many of us, I was like, oh, I guess I'm thirsty, like, just, and your body's like, ah. Why aren't you paying attention, right? And those are the things that get our attention, right? The the discomfort, right? Or the pain or the like, you know, the shake, shake up of things. And so one is just noticing that. But then there's the, you know, and this is where it's also a little embarrassing, where it's like, well, I'm in whatever social situation I'm in, can I just get up and go get some water somewhere? Like, is that is that okay? Like, can I now, cause now it's just like enacting in the world, right? And it's gonna have an impact on who's there and who's not, whatever situation it is, right? It might be fine, but like such, so much of the like, oh, I can't cause I'm gonna, I'll miss something or I'll look 
I'm also, I'll be noticed or like, I can't just, whatever it is, right? <laughs> Craziness. And that's part of that internal dismissing. Well, I'll just wait. Yeah. I'll just wait. Let me not add, let me not be with the question or the discomfort or the, or the need in my body. I'll just wait. I'll just kind of shut it all down. I'll just wait. Well, I got to go to the bathroom. Well, I'll just wait. It's not that long. It'll be okay. I don't want to get up. Where are you going? Uh, I'm going to the bath. Like somehow going to the bathroom is not like a normal human thing. Like actually every, right. You know, there's a book, right? Everybody poops. <laughs> it's a real thing. Right. <laughs> and like, there's so much, like there's so much shame in that. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and like being an embodied person, entity with needs that nothing to do with like the person next to me. Right. And do I give myself permission or do I just out of hand dismiss it? Not that it is sometime appropriate to say, no, I'm not going to get up now or it's not the time or like I can wait. It's really fine. But if that if that if that kind of dismissing and dismissiveness of our own needs becomes so habituated, so easy. You know, all these other things, right, we then have to have a really I mean, I have a very high pain threshold and. Um, I don't think that's necessarily a good thing. I mean, it certainly helped me, you know, particularly, you know, when I was you know, playing basketball, it's like, well, I think I sprained my ankle. Let me just like tighten up the laces and like get back in the game, right? And look, oh, what happened? Years later, look, that has an impact on my body, right? <laughs> the time was like, oh, let's be fine. And so like <laughs> how often we do that, right? You know, the, the you know, death by 10,000 paper cuts, right? All the paper, well, it's just a paper cut. It's fine. I'm all right. It's okay. I don't really need that water. I'm okay. Later. Right. And then it's supposed to have these other impacts that we aren't aware of. Right? Turns out we're yeah. complex beings. Right? We're not yeah. machines. Right? Hmm. Yeah. I appreciate this conversation. Yeah. I appreciate it greatly. The slowing down and the internal dialect. Internal dialogue, I meant. So with this end, because time just flew by, and to come back to this notion of love, right? So this aspect of loving ourselves, right? Paying attention to these needs. Paying attention to these needs while we're in relationship with others. Can we receive and listen to our own needs? Can we receive from care from others? So in these complex times, in this changing of seasons, in this going from the long night into the longer days into the new year into however people are marking this time you know may we just love ourselves a little bit more today may we let ourselves receive love and care and nurturing from ourselves from others from our practices from our communities may we allow may we find the spaces that are actually safe and then may we then trust that they are to receive what we can in those spaces that that are that are truly safe um and so we may have more of those situations and circumstances around us and may we be happier and more whole today and tomorrow than we were yesterday amen merry christmas (laughs) happy hanukkah Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Solstice.
Seems to be Happy New Year, right? All the things. And Happy New Year. Thank you so much. Thanks, Babs. You take care. You take care. Say hello to the family. I will. You too. And blessings to everyone out there in the radio land. Yes. And the interwebs. Into interwebs. I'll see you in these streets. <laughs> right. You take care too, Harry. Blessings to you too. <laughs> All right, Harry. Merry Christmas. We out for the year. We'll be back. I'll be back January 4th. Love you, Harry Drills. Thank you, Paul Bass and the NHI team. Nora, thank y'all. Merry Christmas. Lavos. <laughs> our troubles will be out of sight. Oh, yeah. All right. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Make the Yuletide gay. From now on, our troubles will be miles away. Oh, yeah, yeah. Here we are in the olden days. Happy golden days of yore. Faithful friends who are dear to us gather near to us once more through the years we'll always be together if the fates allow hang a shining star upon the highest